This episode of the Multi-Orgasmic Mama is brought to you by the Sensually Embodied Women Collective. Are you ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on intimacy and connection, and feel confident and sexy in your body? Then join us in our sparkly and supportive group of other like-minded mamas and women all around the world, breaking the taboos around sex and motherhood and sex and the sacred, stepping into their authentic sensual and sexual expression and having the most mind-blowing sex of their lives. Join us at tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman. Hi, I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and jaded coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate. If you're ready to take your sex life to the next level with my programs and offerings, meet me over at tillystorm.com. back hot mamas today i am sharing with you a conversation that i had with a centrally embodied woman graduate miss Kristen gary Kristen is a wannabe cosmo 2021 cover girl a feral housewife a mom of two a fitness instructor and a jill of all trades she is a delight to have on today because she has experienced what keeps so many women from doing any sexuality or deep healing work in the first place and that is resistance. Kristen experienced an unprecedented amount of resistance during the program, and I brought her on to talk about her experience and how integrating this resistance was exactly what the SEW program did for her and how it's helped her feel like she's claimed her feminine power and come home to herself. So for those of you experiencing resistance too, whether it's resistance to the journey itself, resistance because of time or resistance because of money, hearing Kristen's story will for sure inspire you. Essentially, Embodied Woman Round 4 is currently open for enrollment until October 30th, 2020. So if you've checked out the sales page and got that tingle going and got lit up inside and then you saw the price tag, just know it's probably resistance. And I say this because every single self-development program and business growth course that I've done, I never saw the price tag. I was like, oh yeah, sign me up. I have the money right here now. No, it has never gone like that. (laughs) Not a single time. How it goes is like this. If I feel in my body, whether or not something is a full body, yes, I say yes, whether my bank account agrees with it or not. Promise that is the commitment that it takes to get the ball rolling and to get the momentum going and the direction of change and transformation that you want. And maybe you don't get that full body. Yes. When you look at that sales page, or maybe you have questions or you're not clear that's okay too. That's why you can apply for the program by booking a call and answering a couple questions before we hop on. And then we'll get on a zoom call and discuss what you're struggling with, what your goals and desires are in your relationship and your sex life and determine together if the program is right for you. You can head to www.tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman and book your call today before it is too late because the doors are closed October 30th. All right, here's Kristen. What's up, Kristen? How are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm so good. So good. We're super excited to have you here and just tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family, your work, all that stuff. Well, I have been with my partner for probably over 10 years now. We have two kids, uh, four and a half. My my son will be five in December. And then my daughter's three and a half. They were back to back. Uh, I will say neither one was planned. So it was very hectic time for us. 
I do a couple different things. Mostly, I mean, mostly I'm a stay-at-home mom, but then I also have a mommy and me fitness group where I mean, it's virtual right now, but I'm hoping that we can get back. And then I have a couple side things where I do some, you know, wholesaling on Etsy and some cool, it's called Rad Ruby Retail. So it's fun little designs and just funky stuff. I mean, that's just kind of it. Everything's kind of calm now <laughs> with COVID, but, um, and there's like a million thousand personality traits. So the basics are that. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Beautiful. Well, if you had quite the interesting journey through our 10 week program, so we'd love Girl. to hear a little bit about this program, why you wanted to do it in the first place and what your experience has been like. Girl, it, it has been something. So I first wanted to sign up. I had a friend actually take the course and she was just raving and raving about it. And when I decided to contact her and just kind of like feel it out and see what were the aspects that she liked to kind of see if it was something for me, I really was interested because my partner and I, I mean, I would describe our relationship as a sacred partnership. It's a very safe space. It's very unconditional love. There's a lot of strong communication. I feel like we're on the same page about everything. But for some reason, the intimacy, and it's not that it's not there, but it's, it just wasn't where I know, like all of these other levels are so great. And I just knew that there was more. And so that's kind of why I signed up in the first place. And yeah, just to kind of like, I guess, reach that potential for that. Um, just because I knew, I mean, if all of these other aspects are great, this one has to be great too. <laughs> right. So, so my journey through this 10 week was not at all how I expected it to go. I, my mentality going in was here's going to be a bunch of tips and tricks. Um, like what's that 70 year old woman who does all the tantric stuff or Karma Sutra? Like, that's what I thought. It's like, I'm going to come in, I'm going to do all these. <laughs> Here's all these tips and tricks, and then you're gonna have the best sex life ever. <laughs> and it was so much deeper than that. And my mind and my body were like, "F no, we, this is not what we signed up for. We were here for the tips and tricks. We're not here to like be healing stuff. We're so I had a I had a lot of resistance. I will say like the entire ten weeks, um, but. I mean, my journey was just that. It was a lot of inner healing and a lot of pleasure beyond just sexual pleasure, which is ultimately what I needed anyway. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's back up a little bit because you, I know you are a special character. Chris is (laughs) a rebel at heart of the ultimate variety. And I love that about her. That's one of your most epic, amazing qualities. And you've always resisted, you know, a lot of things that, you know, are good for you or that you, you have this competitive nature about you. That's so awesome. But at the same time has like definitely been a struggle to get you out of that whole mindset and pattern and thinking and way so that that's not showing up in your intimacy and in your sex life, because that competitive nature and spirits like, doesn't work or translate into sexuality the way that we wished it would. Right. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's, 
I think it's it's the competitiveness and when you're in that when you have that competitive mindset there's such a a desire to control everything right because you if you're competitive you're going to win and so you need to know all the variables that it takes to win and it's a struggle to not not be in control and then authentically let go of control because you can act like you're letting go of control all day but at the end of the day you're still calculating moves and trying to be the best and you know put forth the most effort and you know mm-hmm. win prize so yeah <laughs> awesome okay well tell us about how are you, how were you able to work through that way of being and kind of unwind that so that you could have the big, amazing breakthroughs that you've experienced and just right up until the end, right? Like you didn't have that big breakthrough until the end. So tell us about that. <laughs> yes. Week nine was my breakthrough, but that, I mean, that's a look, that's a big accomplishment that I'm still here though. I mean, like just failing or feeling like I was failing, not necessarily failing, but feeling, you know, that I wasn't, achieving quote unquote what I wanted to and still showing up is is big for me usually it's either I'm going to win or I'm out but so kind of dealing with that and trying to let go of that mindset I mean ultimately was our one-on-one and that healing that inner child and that breakthrough and but as far as like because it took (laughs) it took this whole didn't we I mean I know that I'm like natural I feel like I'm wired that way you want me to do this I'm going to do the exact opposite. And then I'm going to show you how the exact opposite is the best way. And then you're going to do it my way, Um, which does not work at all for pleasure, obviously. Otherwise, I would have had this breakthrough weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I I forgot the question and I'm just rambling now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. Okay, well, let's go back to tips and tricks versus what really had to happen. Right. So tell me about that. So, yeah. So like I said, when I first started, I was thinking, okay, good. Here's all of these, almost like in a, I can go through the motions and achieve this pleasure or achieve my sexual goals just by, I don't know, just by doing certain things or certain practices or certain everything. Um, I almost in like an autopilot. That's what I expected. And that's what I I mean, obviously I had so much resistance. That's what my brain was telling me that I wanted. I didn't, I don't want to dig below the surface. I want to surface level. What do I need to do to get it done? Again, like that achieving mindset, that competitive, what do I, you give me the best tools that I need to be the best at this. And then let's call it a day. And then guess what? Let's check that one off of our box. Sexual goddess check. Right. And that is not what happened at all. Um, so it was not tips and tricks. I, I've had resistance to pretty much everything, but usually when it comes to like healing stuff and like looking inward and being introspective, I'll be, and this is not my competitive nature. I am amazing at this. Okay. I really am good about identifying my emotions, healing them, processing them, figuring out what, and for some reason, I with when it came to intimacy and it came to my pleasure and it came to letting go of control, I could not for the life of me break through. It just it was not happening. I've done Reiki work, I regular counseling, 
I'm like, I'm breaking breakthroughs left and right. Like I'm achieving things all the time. And when it came to intimacy, it was almost like my body and my mind were saying, listen, you're either going to do this authentically or you're not going to do it at all. And it was just something I couldn't fake it till you make it kind of thing. I had to be in the right mindset and with the right intentions and I mean, emotionally, not emotionally balanced, but really authentic in what I was doing. And so I'd say that that is the difference between what I thought was going to happen and what happened. Yeah, you couldn't wear any masks around no. this. <laughs> no. Right. You have to strip down and be bare and real and raw and get to know the parts and pieces of you that you don't really want to look at or see because those parts and pieces are the things keeping you from the pleasure and the intimacy that you really desire. For sure. For okay. Sure. Explain to us a little bit about the two parts of you and how that had to work. To yes. Okay. So I've been doing a lot of work. I mean, my entire adult life, I have always struggled with feeling like I am two different people at all times. I have this one or what I thought was this one side of me that was crazy ambitious, always looking to achieve, always on the go, falls to the wall side of me. And then, you know, very dominant creature. And then this other side of me that is just very like, chill, go with the flow, very caring, you know, doesn't worry about the end goal, just wants to take care of her people. And for, I will say like a majority of my adult life, I have been trying to manage, maybe is the right word, definitely have it work in my daily life because it is such a struggle. It, it always felt like it was such a power struggle between these two or what I thought was these two. And so I've I mean, with counseling, with Reiki work, it was all about just accepting that there are these two sides of me and that it's okay that they're there and they coexist and they work together. And then finally with our last session, ultimately doing a lot of inner child healing and working through some of my trauma, ultimately I was able to recognize and sit with my, what I call my feminine power, which as soon as I felt and saw and was with that power, that feminine power. It was like I ultimately, like it was like instantly I knew that it, I didn't have these two people. It wasn't two sides of me. It wasn't these yin and yang like people. It was, it was that. And that almost in kind of like with mothering, right? You're firm and you're, you know, will attack or lift a car for your child. But then at the same time, is that calm and comforting? So it was like, I instantly knew it's not that I have these two sides. I'm not like two faced and I'm not wearing a mask sometimes. Cause that was my struggle ultimately is which person of these two am I? I mean, and, and which one's fake and which one's real? Because that's at my core, ultimately I, I have to be transparent. And so having these two faces felt like, like I was living a lie half the time. How I describe, how I describe it to the group is um, for anybody that, has kids or just like Disney movies, but for Frozen 2, when she gets to Atahala and she walks in and then she realizes that she's the fifth element, like that she's the power. It was like that feeling, like that moment in the movie where it all just clicks and she's like, oh shit, it's me. Like I, this is this, all of this, what we've been trying to do 
is my feminine power. And it was, I mean, when I tell you I had tears of joy for days because I have never felt, I guess, a bigger sense of safety and just like at home with myself, which is something that I feel like I've worked so long to try to find. And then it was so nice not just like accept it, you know, all these two sides, you just accept it. It was like, no, this is what it is. This is real. And not only is it real, it's fucking powerful. So it was awesome. I just got chills while you're describing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Integration and alignment brings that sense of feeling at home. And it sounds like that's exactly what's happened for you is just integrating these two parts of you that you thought had to be in opposition to each other, or maybe not even that, but you just had to choose one or the other. Mm -hmm. But integration is about when you notice that this is all a part of your consciousness. It is who you are. Like you, you aren't just one at sometimes and others at sometimes, but there's a deeper, more aware, higher being inside of you and getting in touch with that is what you're describing. It has this sense of, Oh my God, I'm home. Right. No. And that, and that's exactly it. It was like, you know, when, when we were doing our session and I was dropping in usually, I mean, you, you know, but for everybody else, I have very, and maybe because I'm ADHD and I just love all things art and creative, but I am a very visual person. And sometimes my visuals of what I see when we drop in are they're crazy they're like they're like I just dropped ass and you're like you saw you, you see what <laughs> right and so and and you know finally when I get to this like big monumental thing here I am expecting my crazy creativity to like throw in all kinds of crazy stuff and it was just the most simple like concrete bench right and you just it was like here come sit next to me and it was I was so surprised because I was expecting all of my like acid dream type visuals. And it was just, no, there's, there's no crazy. Just here's safe. Here's just come hang out. And it was, it was awesome. Mm, yeah. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So this work is way deeper than tips and tricks for all of y'all out there. <laughs> You can go find yes. shit online. It's called OMG Yes, and you can go to all sorts of other places. And well, you can, but then you'll just be like me and end up here anyway because none of that shit works. So there you go. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. <laughs> I hear that all the time. It's so true. Yeah. Well, when you're goal oriented like me and you want to achieve what you want to achieve, you're gonna try everything that you can, and so the handbooks, the pamphlets, the courses. I mean, it's like, I'm going to go right for Cosmo after this. <laughs> I mean, not after our thing, but after all my experiences. <laughs> yeah, I go for Cosmo. That's funny. I tried to write an article for them once and no surprise it was rejected. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So no kidding that this is about healing your negative conditioning and trauma then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a thousand percent. Well, and I think one of the cool things for me that I didn't even know until after, because because I really jumped in. I mean, at last minute, it was kind of like I had I'd reached out and we kind of talked a little bit, and then you know my husband and I weren't sure if we were going to have another baby, so we kind of waited, and then 
it was like last minute. I think like the deadline was two days before I even called you. And I was like, Hey, I think I'm going to do this. Let's just, I mean, which is also like my impulsive self. Okay. Let's just do this. And so I really did not have all of the details on your guidelines, like what I, what to expect really. And I think that part of what surprised me the most was that when it came to pleasure, that it was about pleasure in all aspects of my life. So, you know, pleasure in my daily routines, pleasure in mothering, pleasure in my friendship. I don't know why that was such a crazy concept to me that it's not, that it's all pleasure. But in my mind, it was no pleasure is this one area. And then like, maybe the rest is like joy. I don't know. But it was such a crazy concept to me. And then now looking back, it's like, but why was that such a crazy concept? I mean, like, right, you should find pleasure in motherhood. You should find pleasure in your life. And I just remember thinking, oh, okay, 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 we're going into all. And that's probably the beginning of my resistance. My body was like, wait, 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 this is not what we signed up for. (laughs) Yeah, we just want better orgasms. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here for. We Here's my checklist. Please mark them off. Like, I have things to do. (laughs) Right. Well, that conditioning right there is what we have to rewire so that you can experience pleasure, not just in the bedroom, but in your life. And you're so right. And I even, I've said it on this podcast. It's on the freaking sales page for the thing that this is not just about sex because orgasm is a very, well, we compartmentalize pleasure our society compartmentalizes pleasure that pleasure is about sex and sex is about pleasure, but pleasure is not about sex, just sex. It's about so much more. It's about fully living, being alive, (laughs) like living life to your fullest and in a way that feels authentic to you and real to you. And not like you're having to be someone that you really aren't right so I'm curious what, I know you didn't do a lot of the embodiment practices that we gave, <laughs> but let's talk about that. <laughs> so, I did. I did some of them. Okay. I did some of them. Uh-huh. I definitely, I for sure did all the ones on the calls, uh, except for that one where the kids were screwed, but I ended up doing that one the next day. So I still, I did some of them, but I, like I told you, my, my mind and my body were like, listen, you're not going to just do this to do it you're going to do this because you want to do it and because you're ready to do it and not a moment before. And it really did. It forced me to have to show up and be like, yeah, no, I didn't do it. Well, why didn't you do it? I, because I didn't want to because, I, and for me to not only not achieve my goal, not be the best and then have to tell someone that I failed was like the trifecta of, I don't know, it wore me down. It wore me down enough to where I, to where I had a breakthrough, though. So that was nice. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that the first few weeks I enjoyed it, you know, because I went all like I started like all gung ho. And then, of course, like I'm in a group with like the most studious people. And so they're like four times. Oh, did that? Did that? I'm like, no, I'm a bit. It was like, you know, the whole thing. But that's it was kind of it was great that we were in the group that we were in having that many competitive people really doesn't allow for competition either. So it was kind of good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. So 
you know, I sign y'all practices every week and there's some that we do during the live calls. And I'm curious, what was your favorite part about the program? Like there's one-on-one coaching, there's the group coaching, there's the live JDEG sessions, the accountability challenge, all that. What's your favorite part? Um, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed more than I thought the JDEG practices. Like, I think there's something about the JDEG practices that really like ignites a sexual energy with me that I wasn't expecting. And so I do, I really like the JDEG practices. Like that's definitely something that I want to keep doing moving forward. The one-on-ones in the beginning, I will say the one-on-ones I dreaded. Like I dreaded them so hard up until the minute I dreaded them, all of them. I hated them. And then after I would always sleep better and I was like, you know, was so good. Like that was, I really needed that. So like, that's a love hate for me. Like I really loved it and I needed it, but like, did I look forward to it? I can't say yes, but they always ended up being exactly what I needed. I also like the book that you had us read, the come as you are. I know it was like not part of the practice, but I think reading that in the beginning was really helpful for me to accept where I was at in my journey with this because my journey was so far behind everyone else's. And so that already triggered that insecurity and that you're not good enough and you're not, you know, deserving of this. And so reading that with doing this journey really helped me just be okay with, with where I was at. But yeah, overall, I guess probably the jadings and the one-on-one were my, oh, and the affirmations that you have. I like those a lot because I think sometimes I get two in my head and those are just perfectly laid out. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, even before you know, you were someone who was very resistant to doing all the things in the group. Even you just said like the one-on-ones, I didn't want to do them, but I know that's, and in the end, that's what helped you to have that breakthrough you wanted. And you came into the program thinking that, okay, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get the tips and tricks. And then if I do it just this way, I'll have the better orgasm, whatever. And what ended up happening was way, way more deep healing work. So would you recommend that people that even have that level of resistance do this too yes but you're not gonna like it (laughs) but well is it worth it (laughs) oh heck yeah it's worth it yeah i don't know the process the end i say the end goal i'm trying to let go of the end goal but the benefits very much outweigh the resistance very much like 10 to 1 i mean if you would have told me 10 weeks ago that you're going to invest in a 10-week program that's going to give you the best orgasms of your life, and at the end of 10 weeks, you're going to be basically on week two. Like, <laughs> that's where you're going to... And you'll be like, I would be like, there's no way I'm doing that. I What I just tell you, either I'm going to win or I'm not going to do it. And so, but like now here I am 10 weeks later, and I'm so pleased at at where I am. I'm so happy that I'm able to be where I am right now at the level of authenticity and the level of awareness and mindset that I am. Like I there's just no way that I would have been able to to be 
where I am now without it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I say week two, but you know what I mean? As far as the practice. <laughs> She's on week two not like, <laughs> not like I'm that behind, but practice wise, I'm on week two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I know too, that you come from a very PR family, right? Yes. Very much so. Uh huh. Yeah. And I call us the country club family. Like mm. if you're going to put on, here's our, our lovely abode. We are the separate wives. You know, here's our lovely family to you. And then if you look at my family, like my, with me and my husband and my kids, you will see that um, there's aspects of there. I mean, there's part of that childhood trauma that comes over with you, but I think that's why I struggle with the two phases. Like inauthenticity to me is, it's like, I just can't stand it. I have to be transparent. I have to be who I am. Otherwise it like eats me alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, it was all about finding your authenticity and not wearing masks or feeling like you have to be someone you're not. And it looks like you found that to me. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I think too, when you grow up like that, as you get older and you start having your own experiences and with your own families and you go through things, it's almost like you wonder, I mean, you have moments where you're like, do I enjoy this or am I just doing this? because I feel like I should like, and then it's hard because when you really sit with it, you know, you'll start to kind of feel like a sense of almost resentment, you know? And so it's like, well, I don't want to do all these things. Okay. So why am I doing it? Okay. But I, but I have this strong, you know, core memory that I have to do it. And so I think it's a struggle. And, and so this definitely helped with finding something sturdy enough to follow, you know, something that I could stand on and be like, no, like, I'm not going to lose my membership to Better Homes and Garden. No. <laughs> <laughs> my status ranking among the housewives. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. Okay. I love it. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, moms, women, it's all competition because no fault of our own. A lot of us were raised that way. Okay. A lot of us were raised with, this is how you act in public. This is how we present our family. You know, we don't have these issues. We don't have these problems, but like we all have problems. That's just part of being human. And so I think like I get all day on transparency all day. Yeah. Well, well now you get to take the transparency and authenticity and show up in your truth and authenticity and in your pleasure in the bedroom too. Right. Well, and intimacy, like I struggled with the intimacy part because there's such like, there's a layer of vulnerability that I wasn't ready to cross yet. So I have complex PTSD and there's a level of not being in control that I'm wasn't comfortable with that I had to make sure that all my moves were calculated because I could not lose relationships. I could not lose whatever I had with my partner. And so crossing that line of vulnerability was something that I didn't have the confidence in myself to cross that line in order to experience pleasure, in order to be authentic in my intimacy. So, 
Mm. It was that. Uh, it was nice to push back, push past that. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm curious what feels possible for you now? Oh my gosh. Like everything. <laughs> and like, I will say, and I could even starting this, I feel like anything is possible. Like I will say now I feel like I have more trust in my body. You know, I think a lot of the times my head leaves because it thinks, okay, well, you don't know what you're doing. So I'll take over this. And I think now because I have more trust in my body, I feel like that's, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is being able to share this journey with my partner too and communicate in a vulnerable way. Here's some of the practices that I'm doing. Here's some of the, you know, healings that I've done in my sessions. I'm reading this book about this or da 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 da. I think that has helped kind of break down that layer, that guarded layer. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and if you put that, I mean, those two things with finally feeling at home with my feminine power, I mean, possibilities are in this. Like, I'm going to probably be teaching this course in a year from now. So, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come on as the assistant I'll be coach. A post, gotcha. I'll be a poster child and you like, look at this woman. Like, and then Cosmo's going to call me and they're going to be like, do you want to be our cover girl? And I'll be like, no, because you rejected. <laughs> and then it's going to be a whole thing. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I am going to get in Cosmo though. I know. I'm going to help you get there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, epic. Okay. Well, I'm wondering, uh, a lot of women say the biggest objections I get to joining this program are, I don't know if I have the time for it or not even, I don't know. They just tell me they don't have time for it. And they tell me that, that it's too much money or they don't have the money for it. I'm curious, what would you say to a woman that said that about this program? Time-wise? I mean, I don't know because my friend who did this, why I signed up is like, as superhero and she has like four kids and they're all really young and she like works out all the time and she's a really good friend and why and so it's like if she has the time like then you have the time like there's no way there's no way that i'm like looking at her like okay if she had the time for this during quarantine in 2020 then i don't i mean i don't know i guess maybe if you had seven kids but even then right it's like any after four and you're fine i don't know yeah time is it's it's not about time it's a it's about priorities because i mean that that was looking at her and even some of the other ladies in my group it was like okay well it's not that i don't have time it's that i'm not prioritizing it and then as far as the investment i get it um i'm a stay-at-home mom i mean stay-at-home mom i have businesses but they certainly do not they're more because i just love working and helping people i get the resistance to it because i had it especially with times how they were with 2020 and having like job not having the job security that we had and then I mean then crap I mean halfway through the, our program we found ourselves in a situation where we we're like floating two mortgages on a cut salary and I was like fuck what are we gonna do I spent all this money on this program that I can't break through with and I was <laughs> but um 
but like I mean I get it but at the same time it's an investment and the tools that I'm getting the tools that I got from this program my husband and I were talking about this because that was another thing halfway through the program part of my resistance and part of myself honestly trying to justify not doing what I was doing to him which he did he never puts up with my stuff but it was saying okay well I only have 10 weeks to complete this program and like we just spent all this money and like what am I going to do because I'm I'm not this transformed goddess that's on the cover of Cosmo yet like it's, <laughs> 10 weeks is going to be up and I what do I have to show for it and he had to remind me he was like well if it takes two years like you just this is here are the practices. Here's your tools. Here's your support group. It's not going to happen. Especially with you, you don't do anything easy. So did you think that this was going to be easy? No. So I think part of that halfway through is such a mind, a mind shift for me, knowing that all of this stuff that I have from this program, it's not like I spent the money for this program in 10 weeks and now we're done. It's not like, I don't know. I can't think of another course that it would, I don't know, maybe like a diet plan. I wouldn't pay for that either because I don't believe in those. But, you know, something like that. But this is actually like, I mean, I have I have my little PowerPoints. I have my notes. I have practices. I have recorded sessions. I mean, all this stuff is stuff that I'm going to have. For, and when you think about it from that aspect, well, yeah, it's like, it's like unlimited downloads, right? And so it's not you're paying for 10 weeks. You're paying for unlimited downloads. And also, here's like a girl gang that y'all can talk about crazy shit with. So, <laughs> that's epic. Okay, uh, you're paying for unlimited downloads and a girl gang <laughs> that you can talk epic shit with, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes. Hire me to be your ad agency. That's I marketing agency over here. <laughs> We might, we might have to talk about that soon. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cool. Okay. Yes. It is an investment. That's exactly what it is. It's not like, you know, I, that's what I try to explain to people. Anyhow, like, yeah, it's money. It's a lot of money upfront. I'm not cheap to work with because I know yeah. uh, what that investment and the return of that investment gives you. And it is a life of feeling whole and alive. Well, and and I think the thing that surprised me too was, you know, when first signing up, it was, okay, here's going to be a program and here's all of, here's a, here's like a pre-recorded, like, I, you know, like an e-handbook, right? Like, here you go. But I mean, looking at the other girls in the group and their transformations and their journeys versus mine, it really, I mean, like I get it now because it's, it's not, you know, one size fits all. It's this program. Yes, you're in a group and you're all doing the same thing. But the the program is really tailors to your goals and the journey that you need to be on. I mean, and in my case, not the journey you think that you want to be on, but the journey that you actually need to be on. Um, so it's, it's, it's much more than just, you know, like I said, that e-handbook of here you go, do all these. It's, you know, kind of more guided through. Mm. Okay. Now I'm going to be perpetually thinking about the Rolling Stones song. You can't always get. (laughs) (laughs) I need to have that. I need to just have that playing in my back. My version of that song is my partner. That's that's him. 
Like, he's just in the back, just singing that. And I'm like, to hell I will. I'll fucking show you. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I'm cursing. Is it okay that I curse? I oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, totally. My kids aren't home, so. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, any last words before we wrap it up? I don't know. I want to say why I was so resistant to in the beginning. Because I think, I don't know if anybody's like me, but I do not like working in groups. I don't like it. I never have. I'm not going to lie. It's still pretty difficult for me because I'm the kind of person who will totally avoid any uh, introspection and I will totally focus on others. And I will be like, I want to see you succeed and I'm going to be your hype man. But really, this is just an excuse not to do what the inner work that I need to do. And so I was very, very resistant to that. But it ended up working out well because it was kind of like I couldn't just focus on them because then it would be my turn. And I'd be like, no, I just want to hype you guys up. That's what I'm here for. Right? Nope. Oh, have a role in this? Okay. But I was really resistant to that. Um, it seems like each of us had this desire, or not desire, but it was like, we knew more was out there. Like in the beginning of all of this, whenever we're first starting to meet all the ladies, it was like we all like had this inkling that there was more. And it's been so awesome seeing everybody's journey, especially because we're all so different. I mean, in my opinion, we're all, we all have very different uh, journeys in this. But it was so awesome to kind of see like everyone figure out how to not only access their power but then be able to harness it and use it the way that they wanted to based on like what everybody's goals were which I thought was amazing and I, and I don't know if any and then like I don't know if anybody else is like me too I have such anticipation anxiety like the anticipation of things is worse than any other thing that I've ever done <laughs> anticipation of the group anticipation of the practices anticipation of sex anticipation of our one-on-one calls anticipation of everything everything and i'm glad i just kind of like jumped in and was like hey it's my birthday i'm gonna do this call okay cool (laughs) so yeah so look if anybody has any hesitations or objections girl just call me because i bet i had them too and (laughs) i still did it so like you want to talk about resistance you want to talk about hesitation you want to talk about I don't know if I could do this. Oh. Yeah, girl, call me. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being very vulnerable and sharing with us your journey. And I'm sure so many women can relate to the resistance. Well, <laughs> yeah, I am positive so many w- women relate to this resistance. And I just love how you were able to say yes anyway, and how strong and how much something inside of you must have known. Like, uh, there just has to be something just following that inkling, that little thing like, oh, there's got to be more. That was the same thing that did it for me too, was just being 27 years old and thinking, my God, I cannot fathom living another 50 freaking years and this is all there is to pleasure and sex and it's not like it was bad it was just like there's there's more and i know it and right. i'm all bound to determine to find it well and it's crazy to think about 
my thing as far as like as far as so I've had my mental breakthroughs and now I'm working on connecting into my physical body. But like for instance, I mean we've done this entire podcast and I haven't even I mean we haven't discussed physical intimacy. That's the whole crazy part to me and the whole I think the biggest part of this for me is that it's like this concept of I mean concept of pleasure, but like pleasure in itself is so more widespread. It applies to so many more things. Like the fact that and, and I think that's one of the reasons that I hesitated for this podcast is because I don't think I'm where I want to be just yet. Now, I know it's because I need to now I need to do the practices without the <laughs> resistance and connect my body to my my mental mind shift. But I, I have no doubt that I'm going to do that now. But I think that was part of the reason what held me back, too, is that that insecurity of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough or I didn't do all of the you know, check mark boxes, and I didn't hit all the goals. And so what are you going to talk about on this podcast? But I don't even think that I felt like that a pressure or a obligation to even cover that because my journey to pleasure has been, I feel like, so much greater because it's unlocked so much more potential for me. And it's just it's just crazy to think that like here we are an hour later and like I haven't talked about sex like more than what once maybe <laughs> I mean I don't I you could probably count the number of times that we said orgasm it's probably like less than five you know it's just crazy that yeah. that's that it's just so much more than that you know yep I mean you Precise. you know obviously know. you know you yeah. know. <laughs> awesome well thank you so much again and yeah um, hopefully some ladies will reach out <laughs> to ask you about oh. their resistance look feel free i'm an open book i am always down i mean i'm a i'm an enfp and an enagram seven there's nothing that i like more than meeting new people I won't guarantee that we're going to be best friends and I'm going to go surface level because I mean below surface level because that's only a handful of people. But meeting new people, you call me, girl. I'll be vulnerable with you. I'll be transparent. You can ask me anything. I'll tell you. I'll I'll even tell you some of the some of my uh my vivid illust- visual illustrations that we've gone over in our uh session, like my dial. I'm still working on that painting. It's going to be amazing when I'm done. Oh yay! I can't wait to see that. Oh, it's so like cool. I'll give it everybody a little preview. There's a dick ladder in it. <gasps> Remember the dial with yes, this? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Oh yeah! If you're an artist, this work. Oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> you can show it up. So, so great. Mm-hmm. The creativity just flows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Okay. Bye. Bye.